I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff, and uh, we are back on Field Trips, Field Trip Today in Oceanside. Yeah, we're friends who love good beer and telling stories, so we turned it into a podcast. And I'm supposed to say something here, but I actually didn't plan anything, so we are a podcast <laughs> on a field trip in Oceanside. I'm <laughs> supposed to have something witty and funny, I That's forgot. Brilliant. Sorry, guys. That was, uh, you can edit that, edit that in. Yeah, I will yeah. later. Uh, insert here. We're on a pod trip, uh, pod trip <laughs> podcast field, field trip. trip in Oceanside. I think you're doing great. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night, lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego, beer mecca within a beer mecca. Please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us. And of course, you can always find and follow us on social media at I Like Beer the Podcast on Instagram, I Like Beer the Poe one, and I Like Beer the Ta one on Twitter. We are also on Untapped, very easy to find under the I Like Beer the Podcast. And don't forget, our swag shop is open. Holiday shopping has started now, right? Black Friday just ended, right. so uh, get there, go to the website, ilikebeerthepodcast.com, and check out our store. Again, we're in Oceanside. The Oceanside Brewing seems unique. Our old friend Mark Purcell, former co-worker of uh, the first craft brewery in Oceanside, we've met with him several times and enjoyed his beers uh, way back from when they were being made in the garage. Right. One of the very first in San Diego, actually. An Oceanside early adopter, for sure, of craft beer. and. You know, with Bagby's, they got the big name, the big award-winning brewery here, too. Other great breweries throughout Oceanside, but for some reason, maybe it doesn't get all the love, doesn't get talked up as much as other brewery scenes, other brewery neighborhoods in San Diego. True, but guess what? That's changing. Starting December 4th, 2021, South O Brewing is going to celebrate its grand opening, and that's where we are today, and we're getting kind of a sneak preview of South O's venue, their beers, and getting to hear their story. Doing our part to share the excellent beer scene right here in North County, in Oceanside specifically, right on the 101 South Coast Highway, a couple blocks off the beach, joining us this evening. In fact, hosting us, special guests, Trevor, Joel, and Maury of South O Brewing. Yeah, so welcome, Hello. Trevor, Joel, Hi, and Maury. Thank, yeah. thank you for yeah, having cheers. us. Cheers. Yeah, good to meet you guys. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, nice to meet you guys. Cheers. And we're already enjoying a, a blonde ale. Yes, we are. So I've enjoyed it tremendously. <laughs> He's almost done with this. I'm almost done enjoying this one. You're enjoying that? You're supposed to write a, a witty interjection. I know. I got parched thinking of all this witty interjections, and I finished the blonde. So very tasty blonde. I like it. Very, very uh, you say, approachable, crushable beer. Um, I did perfect being by the beach. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it, 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 very good. Very smooth, very balanced. Yeah, we did a light dusting of some galaxy hops, which are Australian, a little tropical note without it being the forefront of the beer. We didn't want it to be super hoppy, but still wanted to kind of showcase a little bit of hop yeah. attitude. Got, got a little more flavor in it than a typical just mm-hmm. plain blonde. So and I hear it's got a kind of an interesting name. Yeah, the Beach Club, named after our local dive bar, Larry's Beach Club. Yeah. <laughs> it was there on my 21st birthday. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't the first or the last. It's not a place you plan to go, but somehow you always end up there. You know? <laughs> I think I was taken there by a Marine. Does that sound right? That sounds like another story. <laughs> it does. Yeah. We'll save that one. Like it's a good story. one from what I remember. Yeah. That's, a, that's another podcast, yes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one thing we're going to try and do with this Beach Club is that one singular hop Maybe every time we make it, we'll change up the hop, but keep the recipe the same so that, uh, you know, craft beer enthusiasts and homebrewers alike can come by and see how that one hop really changes the flavor of the beer every time we make it. 
All right, so, so go ahead, why don't we go around the table, you guys introduce yourselves and just kind of tell us a little bit about your role here at South O Brewing. So I'm, I'm Joel, I'm one of the co-founders uh, of South O Brewing and currently uh, doing just a little bit of everything um, as, we, as we get this rolling. So yeah, we're kind of all handling a lot of pieces. Yeah. Uh, my name's Trevor, I'm one of the other co-founders uh, with Joel. I do a bit of everything around here, yeah, marketing to helping with beer, cleaning toilets, you name it, I'll, I'm doing everything right now. Seems like when you first start a company, you're kind of wearing all the hats, <laughs> yeah. doing all the jobs and chores, and hopefully as it starts to make money, you can hire other people to do these things. <laughs> uh, my name's Maury, I'm the head brewer here, and I also uh, keep things clean and make beer and write recipes and order ingredients and pretty much anything that has to do with making beer. Well, great, well we're excited about the opening. Now we're locals, in fact we grew up just south of South O in North North Carlsbad, uh, so we get that moniker South O, uh, but we got a lot of listeners from other parts of the country, maybe not as familiar with South O. It's got a history, it's got a geography and a, and a vibe of its own, so can you share a little bit about what is South O before we dive into your beers? Uh, South O is just an abbreviation of South Oceanside. It's, uh, it's probably about, what, five miles by five miles, uh, yeah, on the, on the Pacific coast. Uh, it's a unique area, has its own little history. Been around for about 100 years or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so um, for us, you know, when we decided to put a brewery in the area where obviously Joel and I are locals here. We've lived here for you know four or five years, coming in with the South O name, being, being locals, our kids go to the school here, you know, a lot of the business owners, it kind of really sort of sunk in that maybe that should be something that we, you know, strive to have here. You know, have be have a brewery that's named after the area, you know, be a, a place where people want to come to. Yeah. And you've captured a lot of that vibe in the decoration and the furniture and the in the style of the whole setup here. So, you know, talk a little bit about what you've done to capture that South O vibe inside your brewery. Yeah, absolutely. So we, when we decided to come here and and, and make the brewery, we want it to be kind of not so much a love letter to the area, but kind of a a place where people could be proud of. People could come to and say, oh, this is South O, this is the brewery, the area that I'm from. So we, when we put some of the decor into the area, we wanted to make sure that it was really true to the area. One of the things, actually just right behind you guys, is a map there of just the area, just to show you know where everything, all the ma major landmarks are in the area. Uh, also, we have pictures from the 60s, 70s. We have infrastructure pictures, just to really show how the area has changed over time. And it looks like you've linked up a little bit with the historical society of, of yep. Oceanside. I'm not from the area, I'm originally from Australia, but even though I lived here for a while, and both Joel as well, he's from North California, yeah. we wanted to make sure that the imagery and the feel was authentic. And so when we spoke with the historic society, we really wanted to sit down with the, the people who run that and really try and find images of the area that possibly resonate with everybody. So whether that's people who have lived here for 15, 20 years or people who have lived here for 60 years, they can come and see images on the wall and say, oh, that's where I used to live, or that's the school I grew up at, or, you know, some of the... Or the concerts I saw down at the amphitheater near the pier. Yeah, and, right. so that's, that's really important to us, and 
in, and it's very important to the people in the South Ocean side. As you mentioned, as you toured us around, it said you sort of have a, a modern feel, some of the historical, and some of that endless summer yeah. feel to, to what you put together here. Absolutely, yeah, we're a mile from the beach, if that. You know, if we jump on the roof here, we can actually see the, the ocean. So. Right, it's, tw- it's 200 yeah. steps. When I parked and got here early, I walked to see how far it took me to, <laughs> to see the water. 200 steps around the corner, and I was looking Absolutely. at the, the Pacific Ocean. So. It's COVID, and you guys decide it's time to open a business. Yes. So how, how does that yeah. happen? Tell no. us that story. When yeah. do you make the decision, we should be running a brewery, and the time is now? Absolutely. It may have come somewhat out of the sheer boredom that, that grew out of COVID, but uh, Trevor and I are neighbors not too far from here, and uh, we had both dabbled in, in brewing before, but Trevor went in full force and bought some pretty good brewing equipment and so we were we were stuck at home uh, so we were in his garage brewing beer often yeah. and, and we'd set up a kegerator and so our neighbors could come in we had a bar set up in there for so the neighborhood it became the neighborhood bar where we could brew beer and test out some recipes and uh, Trevor developed some recipes that that he liked so we were kind of fine-tuning those and uh, kind of meeting our own near community uh, with serving beer and so that's kind of how our, our craft started to form. And then we, oh, you know how this goes. One night you've had too many and you start thinking, wait a minute, you could actually run a business like this. We could do this. Um, yeah. I think this is how the conversation went. We could do this for a real brewery. Sure, let's do this for the real brewery. And we drank a bunch more and the next day we woke up and we were like, are we still doing this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So then, yeah. We did that, but we just came that's, out of it with a podcast. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. podcast. So I guess the rest of it is just the opportunity. This, you know, it, it's I guess somewhat fortunate that uh, you know COVID drove some businesses down, and this building had been sitting here for a long time because uh, no one else wanted to take that leap, and rightly so. So it, it, it the opportunity started to kind of come forward uh, in this particular location, and it was where we wanted to be as well, given what we wanted to name a brewery. Um, so it was, it was kind of coincidental and good fortune uh, at the same time, so. Um, yeah, I think this building used to be an old beauty college. Yeah, sure, yes. I got, a, and, I got uh, a story for you. We have a lot of people stop by and <laughs> that used to work in the beauty right. college and they've seen it. My, my cousin actually went here and got her mm. beautician's license from yeah, this, nice. this school, so yeah. 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 A mean, lot of the neighborhood people are just happy to see that yeah. it's actually the building's turning into something and it's not just sitting vacant. When I was in sixth grade and we did the MS walk, uh, we came right by here and there was a giant thunder and lightning storm and this is where my friend Spencer and I took shelter not to get mm. struck by lightning <laughs> during the MS walk until it cleared up and they keep on walking, kids. <laughs> here's a, here's a yeah. trash bag poncho. Right. Well, it's better now. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot better. It yeah. smells yeah. Better, yeah, much better. better now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a kind of shelter still. Yeah. 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 A different yeah. kind of shelter. Yeah. 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 So that kind of ties into, you know, we obviously South O and then having a, a building like this, it has a lot of history right, right. as well. A lot of, like, even our neighbors, they, one of our neighbors, she used to be here as a, a beautician. Right. You know, oh, when I she heard some, we were taking I want to see a barbershop chair. I want to see a barbershop chair in here. We should put that as one of the bar stools. Yeah. <laughs> have your picture taken here. Uh, <laughs> be like the birthday chair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Full of ideas yeah. for other people to yeah. do. <laughs> hey, what, what beer do you have for us next? Uh, the next one would be Horn. Horn. Yeah. Horn is a uh, hazy IPA or New England style IPA. 
Uh, we used a Kvike yeast, fermented really warm, um, low IBUs, low bitterness, uh, very juicy, very tropical. Uh, as far as hops, I think we used Galaxy, Centennial, and Mosaic. It's about 6.8% ABV. Uh, probably the strongest beer we'll make here because we're focusing on a lot of lower ABV stuff. Uh, but I think it's quite refreshing and delicious. That, and it's fantastic. It's very flavorful. Yeah, yeah, I agree that it's very juicy. juicy. Yeah, it's a good. And and I like I appreciate that the the bitterness is dialed back and let the that flavor the flavors come forward and yeah, it doesn't overwhelm the palate. Right, no. it's it's very approachable. Mm. A lot of our beers we try to make very approachable and uh, drinkable. We want people to be able to get off of work and have a couple right. beers and still be able to go home to their family and not... <laughs> not have to take a nap? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or call for yeah, a ride. Learn the words too much. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's a fantastic IPA. Yeah, no, I really good. Well done. Named after Horn Street around the Correct. couple blocks away. Yeah. Or by the high school. Absolutely. Yeah, so a lot of our beers are going to be named after either city streets or historical places in the area. Landmarks, locations. Yeah, we really want that to be a focus for, you know, obviously local people can, oh, I recognize that, but other people who are not from around here, they can come here, learn a little bit about the area, understand, you know, why we call the, the names like Horn Street. It's a pretty popular street, you know, so, but Beach Club as well, you know. <laughs> Gotta have some fun with it. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. Yeah, and it's worth mentioning our our logo as well. With is is made off the Cassidy Street Bridge. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with that, but it's just down the street right. here, and it uh, just has a nice shape. It's well known to nearly everybody, and it's just really nice access to the to the coast. So we wanted that uh, because we thought that was really symbolic of South Oceanside. Um, and it just looks cool um, when it's silhouetted like that. So that that was our homage. To, that kind of began the, the. A lot of people don't know that bridge is, uh, I think, 93 years old. Oh, yeah. So that's the, an old bridge. So 93, 94 years old. So uh, a lot of history behind it. You know, people have grown up here. There's a lot of photographs as well of that. I was going to say, I wonder how many pictures have been taken on that bridge. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the second of... most iconic structure in South, though, next to Angelo's. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Angelo's. <laughs> When I first moved to Oceanside, I didn't know what Angelo's was, and I thought it was like an In-N-Out burger, but it, just because of the writing and the right. how it mm -hmm. looks and that, quickly realized it was not In-N-Out. So, yeah. <laughs> Still good, though. They make good burritos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really good euros, too. Onion rings, part none. Yeah. <laughs> That's another thing I love about South Oceanside and pretty much all the coast in Oceanside is you're not going to see any of those big box stores like Walmart or anything like that. The locals have really stuck to keeping all the mom and pop shops here and you can really find some unique shops and some smaller places that have some really cool interesting different stuff anywhere from barber shops to vintage stores to coffee to beer restaurants you're really going to get a really cool vibe mm -hmm. from block to block i did when i parked i got about an hour early and i, I walked the area and it's just fantastic how much it's changed over the years oh yeah since well, my ms walk in oh, yeah. <laughs> since 1978 yeah. i think the area too is one of the fastest sort of up and coming growing areas in san diego too so a lot of a lot of new restaurants and bars mom and pop shops it's becoming a really popular area not only just to live but to do business as well so let's talk a little bit about beers. 
And so we, te we typically kind of call them wow beers. So what are, what are some of the beers that kind of first got you interested in craft beer that was like, hey, wow, beer can actually taste like this? Well, originally my first introduction to craft beer was when I was actually quite young back in Australia. My dad used to homebrew a fair bit. So he used to have the uh, big, you know, five gallon uh, plastic fermenters. Uh, he used to uh, brew all extract, Cooper's extract. And we used to go in the garage and when he used to bottle of it, you know, even my sister and I used to go and help him. And back then I didn't really like beer that much. I was quite young. But as I kind of grew older, I, I kind of come to accustom, you know, pale ales and uh, some lagers as well, which were quite nice. So that's where I kind of got my little intro into craft beer. And then uh, only, only a few years back, I got reintroduced, reintroduced to it uh, through my mother-in-law. She bought me a small uh, home brew kit and uh, it was an extract, and after looking at a few reviews on it, everyone sort of said, oh, this is not the greatest kit, but if you do it this way, all grain brewing, and so I sort of delved right into that, and I think, I, I think my first one was like a Citra Pale Ale I made, and I was like, after that, I was like, hooked. This is awesome. <laughs> I can drink this all the time? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I think that would probably be, you know, one of my favorites to start off with. Yeah, for me, I met a guy who did a lot of Viking festivals and Renaissance fairs, and his his Viking encampment, uh, they were all homebrewers, and I went over to their house, and their whole kitchen looked like a commercial brewery. It was a little two-bedroom apartment over in Carlsbad off Chinkapin, and I was just blown away. I didn't even know you could make beer. I thought it was just something you know, Budweiser did in these huge factories, and I immediately took to it and had them start teaching me and training me, and it was just... It was so fun and making fresh beer is a lot like having you know fresh baked cookies out of the oven when you get it fresh it's so much better than something that's been sitting on a shelf and right about that time uh, green flash started opening up their doors to tastings there wasn't really at, i think this is like 10 15 years ago when i first got into it and there wasn't really a lot of breweries like this where they have kind of the tasting room bar vibe going on. It was just either manufacturing only or you go to a bar to drink beer. And Green Flash kind of opened their doors in Carlsbad. And we would go there on Fridays and Saturdays and that was the only time they were open. And it was just so cool to see a brewery and try things right off the tanks. And really got me into it at, at that t point in time. Right, way back when they'd slide open the doors and you felt like you were doing something a, a little bit illicit yeah. Like, yeah. in an yeah. industrial center. Yeah. Am I supposed yeah. to be drink, yeah. drinking so much good beer here? It felt like week to week it would change. Like one week it was free, the next yeah. week it was like a dollar, and then they're like, yeah. well, right. well, we can't take cash, so you gotta buy these bottle caps, right. and then you can exchange the bottle caps for oh, beer. Oh my goodness, you look familiar when I came in. I bet we were drinking beer there at the same time. Probably. <laughs> I had more hair and was thinner. Yeah. Now you recognize me? <laughs> I had less hair and was thinner. So. Uh, yeah, I think for me, I, so I spent many years in Sonoma County in Northern California. So the, those were the early days of, of Lagunitas and Russian River. And I, I spent quite a bit of time uh, in those places. And it, it was both uh, the good beer that they were making at that time but also the sense of community that they were building. Um, and a, a big sense of it is being a local and a, um, a dedication to the craft, I think is, is kind of the lessons I, I grew out of that. And you know, just the beer is fantastic. And that I was stumbling distance from downtown Santa Rosa, Russian River, so I, I could get uh, you know, enough and make it home. 
I spent a lot of nights <laughs> studying R&D, research and drinking, um, that craft. So that, that really stuck with me, really just the community aspect that I hadn't experienced before in both Lagunitas and Russian River. They, they grow their communities uh, a lot. So and then, you know, you guys kind of touched on this. Um, but what were some of your your first kind of wow beers that you brewed? Like you made some beers and you're like you're sitting over there during COVID in your in your garage <laughs> bar and you're going yeah this is this is the time to make it because these beers are amazing. <laughs> um, I would say I'd say 50% came out really good. Yeah. 50% came out just not great. <laughs> but that was you know as the more we brewed the better they got. I think there was one at one point there we. We brewed a uh, hazy IPA, mm. and I don't know. I don't know whether it was sunny. It tastes like Sunny D or yeah. something like that. It was like an eight percent. It was like an eight percent beer, and it was just five gallons of this beer, and it was just phenomenal. And uh, in my garage, I have a bar and a TV, and you know, we just have a couple of neighbors come over, and just people were putting it down. Just everyone was putting it down so quickly, and and it was just an easy drinking. It didn't taste like a lot of alcohol. And I don't know what it was. It was just really just on yeah. the money. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. It was good. It was so good that one neighbor just got up and left, left his keys. His yeah. phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we knew it was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, guys, you guys call them wow beers. I call them eye-opening beers. There you <laughs> go. I've been brewing, like I said, I was a home brewer for five years and commercial for like almost 10 years now. You know, when you give people beer, especially when it's free as a home brewer, they're always like, yeah, that's yeah. great. And then it's hard to get an honest opinion. So I started watching for facial cues and I noticed when people really like something their eyes would get bigger. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, right. And so I would always be looking for the eye-opening beers and you know different people like different things and you're not always going to make a beer that everyone likes but every once in a while you make a beer where you just see everyone's eyes light up. I always called those the eye-opening nice. beers. I like it. <laughs> and what was the first one that you brewed where you felt where, where you just saw person after person go that one? It's tough there's been so many. <laughs> That's the kind of, right kind of head brewer. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> what was an my, early one then? Not the first, but an early one. My, my palate has really changed over the years, but when I first started brewing, I was really into saisons. Um, and so I was like, my first 10 recipes, I just brewed that same beer over and over again until I feel like I nailed it down. And then we got into browns for a while, and was really happy with the way the browns turned out and now I just can't seem to get enough IPAs and I'm just constantly playing with with hops and every once in a while I find a combination of hops that I really love and I'll take note of that and put that in the bank for when I need you know a real winner to come out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I hope that Horn Street is a is on this list every time I come in. <laughs> yeah, yeah it should be. And that's not always a my go-to an IPA but that I would have that one each time I came in for sure. Yeah. We uh, we had a uh, the Moose Lodge, which is in South Oceanside. Yeah. They had a charity. no windows on that building. No windows. Yeah. It's no. a very scary building. It's, interesting oh, it's building. beautiful inside yeah. though. Okay. It's really renovated the whole thing. It's beautiful. <laughs> All but, the people that work there are amazing too. Oh, yeah. Super friendly. Yeah, awesome they good. Staff. It's a good community there as well. And actually, that's how I've met a lot of people throughout the area as well. You know, through that Moose Lodge. But they have a bar in there and. We had uh, our first kegs go over to them, just some oh, six stools, cool. and in one night they kicked two, two, <laughs> two six stools off the Horn Street. Yeah. And the bar manager there was like, "We never kick two, you know." And so, I think we're on a. I think that Horn Street might be on a winner. There so, you go. Yeah. 
Great. Well, let's move on to this next beer. Saint Saint, Saint Malo. Saint Malo. Named after a, a local neighborhood in Oceanside. Okay. It's a little mysterious neighborhood. You get on uh, Pacific <laughs> Street, I think it is, and head south. You'll run into a gated community of what looks like some very interesting. I don't even know what to call it, Dutch, German, Victorian mm -hmm. style houses. Very cool, interesting neighborhood. So that's kind of what we name this beer after. Uh, but this is a very traditional Czech Pilsner. Oh my, that's we use fantastic. some floor malted uh, Bohemian malt. Uh, there might be a touch of Munich in there. Um, some Czech Saz hops and just a regular German lager yeast. Our highest, our highest compliment to a beer and if you love beer tasting beer mm -hmm. right you're like ah ipas brown those are for other people i like beer, beer tasting beer beer, yeah. beer flavored beer yeah. this this is it and this to me is yeah it's it's as perfect as a beer this again when like, you're looking like you're talking it's going to be a summer day and and you're coming out when you guys have the doors open you're going to sit on there and you want to just drink this, this is the beer you're going to have right absolutely. i mean it's a i feel like you know as a craft brewery we get to experiment and play with so much stuff but Historically, beers exist because people did something great and you kind of owe it to them to recreate what they've done. And in Czechoslovakia and Germany where they did real lagers and Czech Pilsners and Bavaria and the town of Pilsen, they make some good beer over there. Yeah. And I feel like I owe it to them to try and do the best I can to replicate their techniques and their ingredients and all that. It doesn't really need to be played around with or experimented <laughs> nope. with too much. So. No. No, it's fantastic. In the movie Shawshank Redemption, when, yeah. when Andy Afrain's on the roof <laughs> and he gets everybody a beer and they look so happy drinking that beer. <laughs> so that, that's this beer. Yeah. yeah. This is a Shawshank beer. Yeah, well done. Thank yeah. you. We sat and drank with the sun on our shoulders and felt like free men. Hell, we could have been tarring the roof of one of our own houses. We were the lords of all creation. Should be a beer anyone could drink. Right. Wow, I am really impressed with that. They were all good, but I'm super impressed with that beer. Thank you. So speaking of community, uh, we're telling our listeners, if you're coming to San Diego for the beer, you have to come up to North County. And if you're coming to North County, Oceanside's on your itinerary. We've talked a lot about Mark over at Oceanside Ale Works, who we love, and Bagby's is on your list. You're coming down to South O, because there's a whole beer community. You've talked a little bit about the community already, but how have you found the, the beer community and the South Oak community as you've worked on opening up a business and, and finding your place here and trying to respect and, and show some homage to the, to the area? Right, um, I think just initially the best example would be we were brewing our first beer and we, need, we, we had, there was a piece of equipment that we needed we were kind of stressing out we needed that and a local brewer walked in that door and he said how's everything going we're like oh we got to go buy this piece from the store he goes don't worry about it i'll go get it for you went and got it brought it back for us and we continued on our brew day and he pretty much saved the day he saved wow. the day yeah. um and so i don't know if that really sums up the area yeah. oh, around right. here you know we, we 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 know a lot of the other breweries around not just out of just in Oceanside, but in Carlsbad and Vista, there's some great people around who, from a business perspective, have helped us. Like when we were, when Joel and I were really settling down and saying, okay, we're gonna really do this, but let's look at what it really does take, other than just making beer, what else would it take? 
and we were able to sit down with other brewery owners and they were able to show us, okay, well, you don't need this, but you need this, this, and this. This is what you're missing. This, how much is it really costs? And, and it wasn't just one or two, it was a bunch. It was like a handful of brewery owners who were really supportive and helping us out and showing us the way, you know, of how to get this thing going. And I think that's the kind of sense of community and everyone who we've seen since, who we've only met just recently, who we don't, haven't got those relationships with. We, the thing is we say, if you need something from us, come call us, email us, show up whenever you need. Because I think in that sort of community that we've been shown, we want to give that back as well. Speaking of that, I would hope that all your neighbors that have been drinking free for you for the last year are going to be showing up to you. Uh, they're, all getting, they're, they're all getting charged double. Yeah. I'm showing up here to help uh, help support it because they, it's kind of their fault you guys are here, really, That's if you right. think about it. You know, so they, they need to pay part of that burden as well Absolutely. to help you guys get rolling. <laughs> you know it's going to be the opposite. No, they're, I don't, but they're going to come in expecting that, well, I drink for free in your garage. Or excuse me, your garage. Yeah. <laughs> but, so. And so I expect the same treatment. Yeah. Where's my special no. Oh, they should be yeah, coming right. in. I want to be your double. norm. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. All, no. All, our, all, our, um, all our friends in our community have just been 100% yeah. supportive. Uh, like, they must be really excited. Think about that. They were there at the, the, the beginning and they see this yeah, all the way through. Yeah. I got to think for them that's got to be a, a, a really cool thing to, Absolutely. to see happen as well. Yeah. We, it's, it's a daily basis where friends of ours in yeah. the community are just like, what do you need? What can we yeah. Can we clean floors? Can we help build a wall? Can we yeah. help paint things can on the wall? put stickers on cans, which it seems yeah. like everybody's showing up to put stickers on. Yeah, tonight. That's and, cool. and so you know, there's, it's, the brewery's been touched by a, a, yeah. quite a few people in the community to help us get it off That's the cool. ground and help us get it going. I noticed they listed everything except paying for their beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll find out. That's going to happen. Though. That's 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 happening. So let's talk. You see a big grand opening coming up, and then uh, beyond that, what are some plans for the future? Kind of immediate, and maybe down the road, or have you thought that far along? Oh, they're just getting past Saturday. <laughs> just trying to breathe. Yeah. Just getting yeah. the next few days. Yeah, but. I think there's just getting into a rhythm. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, December is not an optimal month to get into a rhythm in, but that's that's what we're facing. And, you know, it's a little unusual December coming out of uh, COVID. Uh, you know, the activity is a little different. But, yeah, just trying to get into a rhythm as a business. And... You know, the, the community's had their eyes on this place for a long time, and so there's a lot of interest uh, in how to keep up with that interest is kind of our goal. Yeah. I think the nice part, you, you open December, it kind of gives you a couple months to, to get going and then hit the spring, and like you talked yeah. about, you know, yeah. opening the front doors, the weather gets nicer. You know, you can you can do some different things that way as well. The so. weather gets nicer. It was 75 today. <laughs> hey, I had to put a sweatshirt on today because it was the, the, yeah. the breeze coming off the ocean was cold. You wearing, you I'm actually wearing, wearing shoes. shoes and socks, wow. so this is pretty cold uh, for me. So put socks on with your flip flops yeah, yeah, when it gets yeah. too cold. Yeah. yeah. So. One of my favorite pictures I saw was it was like 60 degrees sunny San Diego and everyone's wearing sweaters, yeah, and boots, and then yeah. it's 60 degrees in Michigan. Yeah. Everyone's in shorts playing yeah. soccer. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 All just kind of depends on where you're from. And no, 100% here. No, we are we are soft here with regards to <laughs> I was laughing because I actually, this last week, I was in Texas, and um, I was there with my parents, and, you know, the weather forecast is, is like it's going to rain. There's like a 60% chance of rain tomorrow, and I, I, I swear my, it took my parents spent like probably 
two hours figuring out their game plan to deal with the rain. <laughs> and it never rained, you know. It's like, it's just one of those things, but that's where we are. We're so in tune, like, oh my gosh, it's going to rain tomorrow. Do I have the right equipment? Yep. Can I survive this rain? What's going to happen? I hope I can make it till the next day. You know, and it's just kind of funny. 69 that, is cold, and yeah. 81 oh, is too hot. Well, yeah, it's way too hot. So. I have expectations. So. We pay the rents and the uh, yeah, it's house payments fun. to, to be uh, that demanding. Uh, right. There's a sunshine tax here, right? Yeah. right. Yeah. Totally. I see we have two more beers lined up. What would you like us to try first? Let's try the Tremont. Okay. Now, before you try the Tremont, it's a little bit different. Hands up. It's a little bit different. Back off. No, no. No, you're good. You can try it. Sorry, apologies. You, no, you said before. <laughs> no, before, yeah. Just, you want to talk a little bit about it? or? Sure. It's yeah. definitely one of our more experimental beers. Uh, the base recipe is a very traditional porter something that trevor enjoys being from australia and traveling the world is a little candy called a turkish delight he kind of showed me this beer showed me the treat and i've talked to a lot of people about it locally and not a lot of people seem to know what it is so we're talking about buying the treats and kind of serving it to people with the beer so they can see what the treat tastes like and how we nailed the beer but basically it's a uh, kind of a gelatin made with like rose water so it's very floral, very herbaceous, and then it's covered in chocolate, and you kind of eat that. And so we're kind of getting those flavors in here. We did use uh, rose water and rose hips in the mash. Again, traditional porter recipe, a lot of chocolate malts to give it kind of that yeah. chocolatey background. Smoky, a little bit of roasted. That's kind of yeah. the story behind it, right? Yeah, it's, it's a very popular candy in the yeah. United Kingdom, yeah. Canada, Australia, New Zealand. The actual Turkish delight is very popular in the Middle East, but with the chocolate around it, it's you know that's that's the so British, you know, so you sell <laughs> Australian. Yeah, it's yeah. not que clearly not sweet enough, but it's <laughs> it has the that rose water in it. It's very aromatic. Mm -hmm. uh, it's something a little bit different, a little bit different. When he first showed me the rose water, I was like frightened of it. It's very intense on its own without it being in the beer. It reminded me of my, my grandma like going to church, like, <laughs> just covered in perfume. And Oh my goodness, so you're absolutely right, as yeah. I've taken my first couple. <laughs> up front, the rose water is really prominent up front, and then, yeah. and then as it backs off, the chocolate notes come in, yeah. don't they? I wish we had some of the treats for you guys to try because it's... You and me we both. We do have some up there, yeah. You do? Yeah. You should grab a couple so they can compare. <laughs> I don't know, but it's, it's kind of interesting because I feel like it maybe, like from a porter too, it kind of softens out the, the porter a little bit, right? It, that, that, it totally did because yeah. we added the rose water the last thing and I was yeah. trying the porter before we added the rose water. I'm like, man, this is an excellent porter. porter right, but it softens that, porter, it, that traditional porter. Yeah. That, like some of those, yeah, like roasty notes yeah. and stuff yeah. really like kind of like tapered off. off. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't have that finish. Like it backs off and I think that might be the rose water then. There is also a little bit of lactose in this too. No, okay, that too. Which will It's very smooth. Like I said, I think one thing it's, I mean, we kind of talk about, I, I think I dwell on this way too much or anything, but is the balance, right? When I just like beers that are just, you have them and maybe I'm they're angry. They're super, you know, they can I'll have the flavor all up front, but then they're super, you know, it kind of just mellows out at the end and it has a really smooth finish. Mm -hmm. Want to take half that? Sure. I don't need. Like it's, it's almost like a chocolate covered gummy bear, but mm -hmm. the gummy part is what has that kind of floral, herbaceous flavor. I think I've had these before. I've got mm -hmm. a lot of family in Canada. I had one yeah. after watch, reading The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that would be Turkish delight from that movie, yeah. <laughs> With chocolate on it. <laughs> so, 
So he tried to explain the beer to me when we were making it, and I just didn't understand, so he brought me the tree. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, That's now I get it. Now I know mm-hmm. what you're trying to do. I feel like I feel like we nailed it pretty good, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. It's a smooth drinking sort of porter. It's, mm-hmm. I, I made a whole bunch of it when I was during COVID, and every, all different age groups, everyone was trying it. And it was, I don't want to say just women, but a lot of women were like, I don't normally drink porters, but this I could drink all day. Right. Well, not all day, but I could drink more than one of these. Right. This is actually quite easy. It has a bit of lactose in it, the chocolate, the, the rose hips. It is ju- it's just something a little oh, bit different. Takes, yeah. So. I found that a lot of people get, what do you want to say, they get put off by the color of a beer. Yep. So they see a dark beer and they think, oh, I can't drink that. Yeah. Yep. Um, so. This would be a good one for people to, to try that, right? Yeah. Get, get past that, right. kind of that phobia of, of, oh, it's a dark beer, I can't drink it. Right. It's going to be too heavy. Uh, for me, before I moved to San Diego or moved to the States, I never drank IPAs. Yeah. And I, a friend of mine encouraged me to drink Ballast Point, the, the grapefruit sculpin. Because right. I always felt like I drink an IPA, we have rocks in my mouth, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But after drinking that sculpin and slowly breaking my, then I, I sort of got a palate for it. This could be hopefully something where people right. are not it's a really gateway. into it's a, it's a gateway yeah. porter, which you call yeah, it. Right? It's a gateway it's a porter. Gateway. It's yeah. a gateway porter. That's how you market it. Yeah. Yeah. First one's free. Yeah, after you want that? Yeah. After that, we're going to get you asked. You guys have to stop giving away beer. Yeah. Yeah. What I know about business is nothing. But, but I know that giving away the beer for free is not going to work in, as yeah. a long term. Unless it's a gateway. There's so many customers yeah. with no right. money. Yeah. I would like to try we're, that one for free and that yeah. one for free and that one for free. You know what? I think I'm good. Thanks. So it's, <laughs> if you ever need me to clean a, a floor, yeah, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. yeah. So it's it's something a little bit different. It's it's not you, you don't find this sort of porter no. on the market at all. Like I, I we've researched a lot. I cannot find it anywhere. So for us, this is something unique, unique. Yeah. to our brewery, and we'll see how the reception goes. You know? I, I prefer it a great deal over the. Um, you know the pastry stouts, which to me are yeah. thick and sticky and too yeah. sweet. Right. Uh, this is finding they're a balance. They're fun to taste, but right. you don't want pine after pine. Yeah, they're it. sipping. Like you sip one and sip a little right. bit of it, and you go, okay, that's enough. When we right. split a, a, a pint of those between the, you know, a, a yeah. sixteen-ounce can between yeah. the five of us in our podcast, that's, I think that's exactly that's how much I want of, right. of that. But but yeah. this I could drink a pint of. So this is what five and, and, and a half percent, around five point yeah. six. Oh, very nice. Around there, five point six percent. It's not overpowering. You can drink more than one. And not be obliterated so you know that's a, mo- most of our beers are all going to be under seven yeah. percent even we're not going to be i don't think we're going to be doing any double ipas or anything like that if you know we want to have easy drinking beer that people can come in you know our location our tap room has 50 uh car parks you know here we're on a very busy road you know, we want people to be able to come in, have a drink, and then be able to leave and be okay. Right. Sure. So, Let Stone be Stone. Yeah, you guys do I mean, you. yeah, Stone can, <laughs> and, and other breweries can go after the double IPAs and anything right. over 9%. And that's great. I like those beers. Right. But I can only drink one. Right. You know, I'm either too full or, you know, too much alcohol. Right. So, whereas these, we can have a little bit more. We're even aiming to do a, a beer that's going to be about three and a half percent, and you don't really see many breweries that have anything even lower than four. Right. Yeah, you get four to the half. bicyclers come in, and they can have two beers, two yeah, pints, and, bicy- and yeah. get back on their bike. Yeah. I think that's a great idea for, especially for this venue yeah, right absolutely. here. So, 
Saturday's the grand opening, mm -hmm. right? And so I'm going to ask you to project a little bit. But what do you hope when someone comes to visit, people come in to visit, they're going to. It's a great location. It's great beer. Uh, what do you hope their experience is like? What do you hope the experience of a brand new person popping in, which they'll all be new. <laughs> yeah. They might drink your beer before, but it was in your garage. Right, yeah. <laughs> so what do you hope the experience is like for someone that, that comes to South O Brewing? Yeah, I would say a couple of things. One is, I mean, we want great beer because that's that's our product. That's what we're trying to create is, is great beer. And we also are interested in this sense of community. So the, I think a, an experience of connection. And I think Trevor said earlier that a lot of people have had their hands on this place. And I'm reminded of Anthony Bourdain used to say, the best food has been touched by the most people. And that's kind of true of this place too. It's been touched by a lot of people. And we want people to have that sense of, hey, this is my, my brewery. Uh, I, I'm connected here. I know people here. And uh, I know this brewery is making a contribution to our, our community. Um, so that, that I think is one of the main things we're, we're, we're after. Uh, second to the being the beer. Yeah. I hope that people will get, you know, some really good customer service. Uh, I hope they'll love the ambiance. We try to, when you walk in, we want things to look nice and feel clean. And, you know, some breweries are kind of just standing room, warehouse only. We want it to kind of feel like home. Our chairs are a little bit more comfortable. There's some, even if you go in the bathroom, it's it's decorated. It feels nice. We have softer toilet paper. You know, it's important. So that's why you're in this. I'm just kidding. The devil's in the details. You know, that's right. Everywhere you look, there's not anything that kind of like, oh, that looks like crap. It's like, no, that everything kind of looks nice and clean and and is decorated nicely and it feels nice to be here and feel comfortable yeah i would say from first glance i think you've nailed it you know and so now it's <laughs> just you. the people got to get in here and yeah. they'll see it but i i you do feel that sense of community the pictures are great i, mm -hmm. I can spend hours just sitting there kind of looking at some of the pictures because it does bring back yeah. some cool memories yeah. and just like what how things were so i think i think you guys have done a really nice job with it thank you um if people ask us what our brewery who, who who's our brewery for it's for everyone yeah it's people who live here it's people from outside of town they can come and experience it and hopefully come away with right. some other knowledge of beer or uh, the sense of the community as right. well but it's a it's a it's a place where anyone and everyone can come right yeah. i think it's great i think people from south o just be, uh, starting with the name will take great pride in this place because I, I agree with you i think we talked about that earlier that people do have a, a tremendous sense of pride from being from this area or living in this area so it's it's kind of cool that maybe they have a place to, to kind of call their own as well absolutely so let's finish up here. Um, how, how do listeners find, follow you, get their hands on South O Brews, check out what's going on, uh, any type of social media stuff, you guys, things you guys want to kind of just hype up or promote here? Uh, we have our website, southobrewingco.com. Uh, we have um, just sort of events and everything that's going on within the brewery, just some announcements. There's not that much right now right. because we're just starting out, but <laughs> that will get rolling there. We have our Southo uh, social media pages. You can find us if you just type in Southo Brewing or Southo Brewing Co. You'll be able to find us. So Instagram, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. Yeah, Instagram, Facebook, Yelp, Twitter. So <laughs> you, you name it. Yeah. yeah. So we're 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 on all the all the platforms right now. So Very good. Yeah. And we got one more beer. We do. Yes. We have the Buccaneer, which is our traditional. Thank you. Northern English brown ale. Oh, mm -hmm. One of my favorite yeah, my styles. Favorite style, I agree. Oh yeah. And we Maris Otter was the base malt, which is an English oh. two row. 
It's a little bit more bready than the American or Canadian two rows. And a smattering of all things that make a beer brown. <laughs> some crystal malt, some brown malt, maybe a hint of chocolate. That's really good. That, the and chocolate then, and the malt come through on the nose yeah. right away. And then the uh, cluster hops. Yep, cluster. Which is also very kind of English style. They're very tasty. That like I said, it's got just good. I, I, I just, like I said, I really appreciate, you know, it's just got, it's such a smooth finish, right? I mean, it's got all the flavor and, and, and all of the um, kind of mouthfeel at the front of it, but then it's just this nice and smooth on the finish. There's nothing that kind of lingers or stays. Yeah, just like the St. Malo, I thought it was important, especially just opening up, that we come out with some, you know, historically great beers, mm -hmm. beer-flavored beers, like you said earlier, things right. that people understand. Yeah. Yeah, if they someone's looking for a brown, this, this, is, this is what they're looking for, right? The sound guy Tom is whispering in my ear, this is the perfect autumn beer. Uh -huh. <laughs> it tastes like autumn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm a big fan of the English-style brown ales and, and nailed it. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of it. Also named after a, a local area down the street from here, Buccaneer, Buccaneer, Buccaneer Beach. Beach, Buccaneer yeah. Park. If you head over there, there's also a little cafe that does coffee and breakfast sandwiches, and they're, they're a pretty awesome little place. What a great beer. And all, all down the, and you have some that are very true to style. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you have some you put your own spin little, on. Yep. The Tremont then takes you a little out of that. That's yeah. kind of cool. So someone who's coming in and trying to expand their palate or just try something they haven't, you've got that. But if you're someone that just wants to come in and have a, a good blonde or have a good hazy or have a good Pilsner or brown, you've got those too. So yeah. This has been great. Yeah. Absolutely. So very impressed with the venue. Yeah. Thank you very much. With you yeah, folks. Thank you. And with the beers. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. Yeah. cheers. 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 Yeah, thank you for having us. There you go. Cheers. <laughs> so this has been Trevor, Joel, and Maury, South O Brewing in Oceanside, California. Thank you for joining us. Thank yeah, you. thank you. Yeah, thank you for coming. It's our pleasure. Producer Joe, thanks for setting this up, and sound guy Tom making yeah, sure making that it happens. Good. Yeah. <laughs> that we don't just talk and drink beer and doesn't get recorded. Listeners, thank you for spending the hour with us. We'd love to keep talking, but right now, we got to run. B double E double R U N beer run. B double E double R U N beer run. All we need is a ten and a fiver, a car and a key and a sober driver. B double E double R U N beer run.